On today's episode, we're going to find out how to build your direct-to-consumer brand on Amazon. Do stay tuned. Retail and e-commerce have witnessed an unprecedented transformation in the last decade. The widespread adoption of mobile technology, social media, as well as the lowered cost of cloud-based technology have not only eroded the barriers to entry in retail, but it's also led to the rapid rise and dominance of digital native product brands that sell directly to their customers. On this podcast, you'll get the scoop on customer acquisition and retention strategies employed by high-growth digital native product brands. Not being afraid to spend because you know that customer is going to pay it back uh, three or four-fold. That's when you start to unlock channels in the way that they were meant to be used. And- Listen to interviews with experts at the forefront of technology and innovation in digital retail. Three years ago, they wouldn't have come to us because, yeah, the macro trend of cloud, Wi-Fi, broadband availability, that was a real, that was a real problem. Hear first-hand stories from founders of innovative direct-to-consumer brands. Although I was thinking about the competition, I was more thinking about, like, how do I just build a freaking successful business? We focus on driving as much traffic as possible, converting that traffic, uh, and then dumping money back into driving more traffic. These insights will help you consistently 2x growth in specific areas of your direct-to-consumer brand. This is the 2x e-commerce podcast, hosted by Kunle Campbell. Hey, everybody, welcome, welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast show. Now, the interview you're about to listen to is an interview I had with Isaac Coleman um, a few days ago, and it's in regards to Amazon, you know, selling on Amazon. Now, Isaac runs in an Amazon coaching service. It's all new to me in terms of like Amazon. One of the reasons why I brought him in is my thoughts about direct-to-consumer e-commerce and the fact that not all direct-to-consumer e-commerce businesses actually should only sell to -to direct-to-consumer. That is via your website. But um, a multi-channel approach should be thought through. And Amazon taking half of all, at least from last year's numbers, taking half of all e-commerce transactions in the US and the UK. I just thought we really need to learn a bit about Amazon, you know, what it takes to take your brand onto Amazon. And so um, I'm having this conversations with, or I had this conversation with Isaac, Isaac Coleman. Um, and it's, it's super interesting. He talks about what it takes to rank, you know, the ranking algorithm, PPC, what not to do, services to be really wary of all around brilliant 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 conversation it's we haven't spoken about amazon for over three years now and i just thought you know this would be a an incredible opportunity for you to start thinking about you know that amazon space i might be bringing a few people there's somebody i'm talking to who i um i likely bring in 2021 after you know q4 um, it's a brilliant episode. If you're into Amazon, listen on to the end. Um, if you're not into Amazon, you know, um, well, <laughs> no problem. Okay. Um, just let me know what you think. I will catch you on the other side. And yeah, thanks for listening. Cheers. 
The 2X e-commerce podcast is brought to you by Klaviyo, the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform for email and SMS messaging. Whether you're launching your e-commerce business by taking your brand to the next level, Klaviyo gives you the tools to get growing faster. That's why it's trusted by over 30,000 e-commerce brands like Brooklyn, Non, and Chobbies. Build your customer list, send emails that pop, and create marketing moments that build valuable customer relationships over any distance. Get started for free today. Visit clavio.com slash 2x to create your free account. That is K-L-A-B-I-Y-O dot com slash 2x. Let's take a quick break to talk about screwing up. Accidents happen. Perhaps you installed an app that messed up your theme or a CSV import completely messed up your product catalog. Common myth, cloud-based e-commerce platforms like Shopify and BigCommerce have automatic backup solutions you can use when something goes wrong with your store. This is simply untrue. They don't. Myth busted. So what do you do? You use Rewind. Rewind will protect Shopify and BigCommerce stores with automatic backups. Rewind should be the first app you install to protect your store against human error, misbehaving apps, or collaborators gone bad. It's like having your very own magic undo button. Rewind is trusted by over 25,000 businesses from side hustles to the biggest retail brands you can think of. Gymshark, Movement Watches, and Pampers all use Rewind for automatic backups. So here's a deal for 2Xs. If you head over to rewind.io, which is R-E-W-I-N-D.io, install Rewind, you'll get to use it for free for seven days. If you reach out to the Rewind team and mention the 2X e-commerce podcast, then extend your seven-day trial for a full month for free. Enjoy peace of mind with Rewind backups. Remember to head over to Rewind.io and don't forget to mention the 2X e-commerce podcast for a full month trial. Hi guys, welcome, welcome, welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast show. I am your host, Kune Campbell. And as you know, this is the podcast dedicated to rapid growth and online retail. Now, if you're looking to grow metrics such as conversions, average order value, repeat customers, traffic, and ultimate these sales. I pretty much handpick my guests that come onto the show to share their expertise and experience. And my criteria is one, it's just based on one question, essentially, can my guests provide valuable information and insights to help you, my listeners, grow? If the answer is a resounding yes, I haunt them, essentially. I look for them. I bother them. There's somebody on Twitter right now. I have sent him five messages. You know who you are. Um, you will come to the show at some point. But yeah, that's how that's how we roll here on the 2X e-commerce podcast show. Now, speaking of which, I have with me Isaac Coleman. Now, Isaac is the powerhouse is a, is a powerhouse Amazon brand developer with an outstanding track record. Um, since 2013, he's been self-employed. He's you know, developed Amazon brands with an excess of about $12 million in sales. He has his own successful seven-figure um, you know, um, course. It's a sourcing profits course. Um, and he has a community. He is knee-deep into Amazon and um, FBA. You know, and 
to be honest, it's FBA and Amazon is not something we have discussed on this show for at least the last three years because our focus has been on direct-to-consumer e-commerce. Now, one of the reasons I want to talk about Amazon every now and then is that a handful of you, a basket, you know, just a handful of you selling direct-to-consumer can potentially expand um, your channel offerings, your, your, your sales can, you know, you could double your sales, you could increase your sales essentially um, by tapping into new channels. And if Amazon, you know, um, accounts for 50 cents or 50p to every dollar or every pound spent on the internet today in e-commerce um, and D2C is and retail essentially, traditional retail and D2C have the remaining 50% to share there is certainly opportunity in the Amazon pie if your brand kind of aligns with um, with selling on Amazon. So that's why Isaac is here. He is, um, as I said, an Amazon brand developer, and that really ties into DD2C. Um, I think I've babbled enough <laughs> way too much. Um, without further ado, I'd like to welcome Isaac to the show. Welcome, Isaac. Yeah, thanks, Kunle. It's great to be here. Um, great to share some information and get some back and forth from your audience, obviously, because, you know, um, you know, it's not everybody that's on Amazon and it's not everybody that's off Amazon. And there's kind of some people that are kind of in the mix of both. So it's kind of really good to see, you know, what people can um, can learn and, and, and understand for their own business to see how that can help them as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. I 100% agree with you. Now, um, do you want to sort of introduce yourself, um, what you're doing on Amazon and um, what you're doing in the education side of things. Uh, I'd, I'd like to sort of get some context from, from from your perspective, please, Isaac. Yeah, for sure. So the, the seven-figure course that you mentioned, uh, Sourcing Profits, that was something I did in 2015. Um, it was seven figures one year, um, basically uh, built that out. And then from there, I was, I was Currently, at that time, I was basically working with um, another guy to build brands, and we were doing multi-millions a year on those brands. And then I kind of branched off after working together with him on the Sourcing Profits course. Then I went into training and starting my own brands. And since then, we've done the, the company that we have now is called um, Real Coaching. So R-E-A-L Coaching. And if you go to goteamreal.com, that's where we have some free training for some people if they want to check that out. Uh, but that's the that's since 2015, that's the training programs and the coaching program. So what I'll say is the difference between what we do and what everybody else usually does is we don't just offer a training course and say, go through this. And we don't just offer some coaching calls where we answer some questions. We actually have a mentorship. So I always align this with like, you know, even the best seller, even the best athlete, whoever you are, it's always great to have a coach or a mentor who's done this to kind of help you and guide you. Tiger Woods, the greatest golfer in the world, even at the height of his greatness, had Butch Harmon to be his swing coach. Phil Jackson was the coach for Michael Jordan, even in the greatest prime of his era. You know, everybody needs that person to help them to push them to the next level so they don't get complacent. They don't lose their, you know, their accountability or whatever, their focus. And there's little pieces that can fall apart that you don't even notice until somebody else looks at it for you. So what we actually do is we work with people in their business. So what I mean by that is we sign a non-disclosure agreement. We work directly with them and we actually have small communities. So we work with about 20, 30 people at a time and we individually and group coach them depending on what their level of, of need is. And 
we work with them. We show them our businesses. They show us their businesses. We show them how they can make it better. And yes, we have some training to go with that so that they get on the same page, but it's not just about more information. The one thing we know is that the more information you have, the more overwhelmed you get. And so what you need somebody to do is kind of show you how to do this thing the right way. So that's kind of where we've been for the last five years, really focusing on simplifying processes and making people understand that it's, it's, it's actually, it's quite complex if you try to do it yourself and, and people are like, well, yeah, Amazon selling on Amazon, just, you just get a product and you sell it. Right. Well, I wish it was that easy. <laughs> and if you know anything about margins, ROI, uh, you know, competition, sales ranking algorithms, PPC, all of that stuff, you know, Amazon ads, there's a lot more that goes into it. Even, you know, sourcing your product, that's not something people naturally know how to do. So it is great to have somebody kind of show you the, the right ways or the best, you know, the most effective ways and the most cost efficient ways to do these things. And that's where we've, you know, we've got seven plus years, both myself and my, my business partner, Kirsty Verity, um, seven plus years on Amazon. And we've been coaching for five plus years now, just over five years. And we've, we've worked together to help thousands of people actually grow their businesses. And that's really a passion of mine because ever since I was younger, you know, I, I, even in college, I wanted to build some sort of like company or a foundation or something to basically, as I got more opportunity, because I didn't grow up with any opportunity, I was always, you know, pretty poor. Uh, I remember eating potatoes and cornflakes for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, so it wasn't wasn't a glorious, you know, background when I first was growing up. But I knew that I had some intelligence. I wanted to grow. I wanted to get out and explore and do some of this stuff. And I always wanted to basically, as soon as I got somewhere, I wanted to, you know, look back and say, how can I help somebody else get that same opportunity? And it's really kind of been a match made in heaven with Amazon and working with Kirsty and myself um, growing this because, you know, we've had people that have paid off $250,000 in debt. People have uh, traveled the world with their kids for a year, you know, some really, really great success stories and just people, you know, actually making income, quitting their jobs. That's a, that's our favorite thing is when people quit their jobs and just go out and, and have an Amazon business that pays them income. So, 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 so how many coaches are in your program? Is it, is it just you two or um, do you sort of have, you know, other, um, you know, coaches with, with, with your students? Yeah. So we, we were the first two, obviously we're still the co-founders. Um, I'm still in there like every day. Kirstie, we, we kind of have the branch off our responsibilities. She definitely does coach within our community, but she's more the, the, the she has to take on a, uh, kind of the, the sales and marketing stuff. And I do more of the, the training, but we then have three other coaches as well. All have Amazon um, businesses all do quite well. All are very knowledgeable and they've gone through our training and understand us. And we've known them for years. Um, good friends, okay. we've had a couple other okay. coaches in the that have gone away and done other things too. So, so, so you've been coaching since at least 2015. Um, yep. How has Amazon changed, you know, between 2015 and 2020? It's been, it's been a good five years. You know, how many times have you had to revise your material um, due to changes on Amazon? Yeah, so that's a great point. So I, I, it's kind of, it's the material itself always changes. And that's why we don't, try to be like a training program or a course and sell a course because mm. it's continually updating. Right. So what we do is we have a, we, we do have a full training course, but we can actually update pieces here and there because what we're not, we're not selling a training program as, as far as like just a training course, we're selling the coaching. Yeah. You know, that's what I think that's what people need more than just information. Yeah. Um, so yeah. what we want people to understand is that 
yes, in the last five years, Amazon has changed annually. Every single year, something happens that changes the game. Um, it's probably not as drastic as most people, you know, experts, gurus out there will have you believe. It's not like, oh my God, you got to start over now. Everything's totally changed. But it does change enough to where you have to understand how to get the competitive advantage as you keep going. And that's, we don't call, we don't try to go out and say, hey, here's how you hack Amazon's, you know, you know, manipulate the ranking system. Here's how you manipulate the review system. What we say is, what are the rules that Amazon has and how do you best come up with a strategy to stay within those rules, but also do better than the rest of your competitors. And, and for example, I mean, just this year, right? So Amazon has actually put a restriction on inventory in their FBA facilities for every single inventory that's in, so every product that's in inventory. So they call it ASIN level restrictions. And the difference between that is you used to be able to send in as much inventory as you wanted, as long as your account was selling well enough to get, you know, inventory status of unlimited. And now it's by product. So when you launch a new product right now, in fact, I just launched a new product last week. It has a inventory restriction of 200 units in FBA facilities. So I can only send in 200 units to try to launch my product, which obviously, if you know anything about trying to compete, 200 units is nothing. You're going to, if you, if you try to launch it, you're going to run out real quick and then you can't restock because it's going to take three weeks to get stock in. So we've kind of had to shift to a, a meld of a, a fulfill by, you know, 3PL or a third party logistics company and then fulfill by Amazon as like a kind of, you know, how to, how to get your inventory in Amazon FBA, right? Like raised that limit raised. So sell some of that. Also sell an FBM so you can help launch the product. So there's kind of like this double, um, inventory now that's literally different yeah. than every other year. And it's mostly due to COVID and, and how this yeah. year has gone so far. And, and, and no cost to me, that's agile to, to, um, you know, serve adjust itself. But if you have a coach, you have, you know, you, you put heads together and you come up with a solution and, you know, it's not just that individual coach, but the ecosystem you provide. Yep. Okay. Makes yeah. Sense. And, and there's tons of sellers, obviously in our community that are, that are helping each other because they're, exactly. they, they, they have the same strategies and insights that we're giving them. We're not, we're not hiding anything from our, from our members. Everybody gets everything we know. So then they get, get to go out and test it, trial it, see how it works. And then we, if, it, if whatever works best, then we kind of revise that and put that into, you know, future okay. coaching or training or, you know, right on the spot where you help them as well. Okay, so over this interview, I'm going to pretend I am a um, I'm one of um, the listeners, a typical listener for for this show, who'd be like a direct to consumer e commerce business. I think one of the questions that would be that'll come to mind will be typically um, when we market a direct to consumer e commerce brand. We would use channels such as Facebook advertising, you know, um, Instagram and YouTube ads to run, you know, a, a range of video and image ads, you know, through to tell our story, to give the benefits, you know, to give the features, you know, to to really, really help people understand what we do, why we're in the market, you know, and how we solve, you know, problems. Um with Amazon, where does the marketing start? You know, um, how do we essentially, quote unquote, drive traffic through to our product listings, um, which essentially is our real estate on Amazon, um, in in order to to get people to at least consider, you know, our brand um, as compared to to to, to others. Yeah. So I think it's a great point because obviously there are a lot of people that have their own sites, build it up, get some traffic to it. Um, you know, we've actually tried this ourselves. We found that just selling on Amazon gets a much bigger return for us. And it's a much easier 
uh, I should say, less um, involved process. And by that, I mean, yeah, you have to know your Facebook ads really well. You have to know how to offer your products really well. You have to build a sales funnel off Amazon that, you know, in order to grow your, your, your sales off Amazon. And that can take thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. You don't, you know, most people don't actually keep track of their customer acquisition costs. You know, how much does it cost to get a lead? How much does it cost to get a sale? And, and when you do that, and, and obviously we've done that. And so what we found is, you know, obviously certain products you can't do that with. If it's a cheap, you know, inexpensive product, probably under 20 bucks, you're not going to make much profit even on your own website from a, from you know, that kind of ecosystem of you know, off Amazon sales. Whereas on Amazon, you can actually make quite a, a lot of profit by doing this. Um, so we, what we specialize in is, you know, mid-range products, not, you know, luxury items, not $100 products necessarily, but, you know, products between 10, well, really like 12 to, you know, 40 bucks. And these are products that you can put on Amazon. You can get 35% profit margins, returns of 150% or more. And the, the process is essentially very similar. So if you know how to understand how to create an, a Facebook ad, that can actually help you grow even faster on Amazon. Um, if you know how to do YouTube ads, that can help you grow. Um, that's a great weapon to have. It's not something that I would say is absolutely necessary at all for Amazon sellers. Most of our Most of our members don't even do those things because... Amazon has their own ad system and you you know as well as I know that Amazon spends millions if not close to like a hundred millions tens of millions for sure hundreds of millions of dollars on Google ads Facebook ads for themselves to draw traffic back to Amazon so you know they 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 mine customer data and you go retarget them off Amazon or off Amazon yes like Facebook Google wherever they go and try to show them ads for things that they've recently searched on Amazon so within Amazon now that they've brought those customers back obviously you're going to go search a search term in the search bar to find what you're looking for so for example I sell an ice scraper you know somebody's going to look up ice scraper it's the most common search term for that product and if i'm on page 1 which has to do with your sales history your sales on that particular keyword reviews um you know conversion rate you know how much traffic you're getting all this other stuff kind of like a big algorithm right it's very yeah. much like getting ranking on google if you if you understand that you'll you'll pretty much understand amazon but it's actually even i think a bit easier on amazon because amazon is a new release type of um, website. And what I mean by that is they're always looking for new things to come in. Because if you think about how they started, it was a book release club, right? So it sold books. Every time a new book came out, they had to do a launch for that book. So the author would, you know, go out and spend, you know, a bunch of money to get people to buy the book before it could actually be released. So they had pre-orders and, you know, they try to get reviews from critics and all that stuff. And that's what Amazon's built on. So even before your product is really like live and ready to go, you can start getting some of these orders in and stuff like that. Now it's a lot easier because you can just take the, the orders. You don't have to pre-order it, but you can if you want. Um, so that's actually how they're built. They're kind of built like a movie or book business where new releases get really good ranking right away. So it's really good for a launch product, new launch product to get a bunch of sales and visibility and, and you know use the Amazon ads to drive your visibility on that main keyword. So for example, ice scraper, bam, I need to get to page one for ice scraper, especially right now, cause it's about to get cold. You know, it's September now, it's about to be October. You need to be there. So on this new release, this new launch product, you have to get some sales and drive traffic, get some reviews, initial stuff. So that way you get put up with the big guys who have been there for a while. Now on Google, it kind of takes a longer history to do that. Facebook it doesn't really matter because they don't have a search algorithm necessarily for shopping. They might eventually, but Google, it's like 
who's been here the longest, who's got the most clicks. It's, it's kind of like an aged thing. So it's actually harder to get that kind of algorithm to work in your favor on Google, or it's easier on Amazon because Amazon's a business for sales, not ads. And Google is for ads, right? It's an ad platform. It's a, you know, search, it's a search query engine. Amazon is there to purchase the product. So if they think that a new product is going to get more sales than an older product, they will 100% put you right up there with the big guys. And and as long as you have a brand that competes and you mentioned like features, I always talk about the benefits versus the features, benefits to the customer right in your listing. How is this product going to help them solve their problems? How is this product going to help them, you know, change their life in some way? And every, every product is a solution to a problem. People just don't know it. Like an ice scraper, it's a solution to having frosty windows, right? So I talk about, you know, how does this product actually make it easier for you to get up, you know, get on with your day, scrape your window faster, make sure it's done, get in your car. So I think one of my bullet points is like, stop freezing your bum off and get in your car. So <laughs> it's kind of the actual direct benefit to the customers. You scrape your window faster, you get your butt in your car, and then you can go, you know, back to your, to your daily routine. So, you know, speaking in a customer's language, and, and I think you did a fantastic job here. And this, this is how I always tell our members to work. You said, I'm going to be the typical customer, you know, typical listener, listener of this podcast. How can you help me? Right. So this is exactly how you need to talk on Amazon. How can you help the customer? And, and, and I basically say, you know, the thing that you think that you're selling, you're not actually selling, you're actually serving to the customer. You're offering them something, right? You're offering them a solution to a problem. If you get past the selling part, your, your ability to market your product becomes much, much easier and you get a lot better at it because you're thinking about the customer and the ideal client or listener in this case, how can they benefit or how can you benefit them, not vice versa? It's not about taking money. It's about helping them. So um, I know that there's probably four or five different answers to the question there, but essentially, yeah, you can absolutely take advantage of the Amazon ad platform, just like you would in Facebook. It's a little bit easier because you don't actually have to write your own copy. Well, you, you write your listing and then that listing be, kind of becomes your ad all over Amazon. And they've added, you know, video yeah. ads. They've added a whole bunch of different things out there. In fact, you can even retarget off Amazon now. So they have these things called display ads where you can go on. You don't pick and choose where it goes, but you'll create your own display ads that go to like Google, Facebook, and essentially you can even retarget people off Amazon. So there's a great platform for you to be able to understand how you take these things and and push it and, and grow your business and scale. Yeah. Yeah. And and there's also, I've seen this a few times where on the website itself, on your um, D2C website itself, you, you just say, you know, you could also purchase on Amazon and, you know, um, for a cohort of customers who do not necessarily like shopping off platform, um, you know, you, you might just be doing them a favor by, you know, siphoning them off to, 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 to your Amazon listing, you know, and you still capture that sale, I guess. Let's take this quick break to hear from our sponsors. Is your e-commerce store powered by Magento, BigCommerce, Commerce Cloud, WooCommerce, or a custom cat platform? Is it slow? Does it have too many fields or involves too many steps to complete a purchase? Enter and It's the fastest e-commerce checkout in the industry, period. Boat loads 10x faster than native checkouts with an average checkout duration of just over 30 seconds. Boat is mobile native with no scroll on mobile screens. It offers a zero fraud guarantee and has 42% fewer fields than native checkouts. 
McDonald's supports Stripe, Apple Pay, PayPal, and several more payment gateways and providers. Bolt helped luxury sunglasses brand Dita reduce checkout abandonment by 32%, which resulted in a 50% conversion rate uplift. Don't lose customers at checkout, use Bolt. Bolt is offering a completely free bottom of funnel checkout audit to 2X e-commerce listeners. Head over to bolt.com forward slash 2X to get your free checkout audit now. That's bolt.com forward slash 2X. Yeah, so another question um, I... So so from, from what I gather, the, the holy grail to being successful on Amazon is on the one hand paid, you know, driving traffic and awareness to your listing via paid because Amazon essentially is a search engine, you know, in, in that respect. So, mm-hmm. you know, getting on top of the search results. And then the second bit is really organic, um, you know, actually getting a listing for, you know, quite um, well-searched terms that are highly related to, to what you're selling. Now, when we sort of whittle down to the organic side, um, there are a few things that pop come into my head. You know, you, you may know a few more that um, impact the organic rankings. I think one could be click-through rates, you know, from the search, just the way Google works. Um, another could be reviews. Um, you, you need a lot of reviews. And one I've heard is sales velocity. Um, you know, how many sales are coming through? And, you know, Amazon just, you know, looks at, that and a few more you you may want to expand on. Um, I guess my question is, um, how do you, on the long term, get your brand, your product brand, to to rank organically? Um, obviously, without ignoring the power of paid, but um, mm-hmm. what 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 organic um, ranking terms and what kind of time frames would you have from launch? Um, to rank in, you know, quite decently on on Amazon um, for for products. Yeah, so that's a great question. So generally speaking, especially if it's a pretty competitive term um, for ice scraper, it used to be actually, and, and for about eight months of the year, it's not that competitive because it's only cold for four months in the UK and US. It's cold enough to actually get an ice scraper. Um, but the idea here is that you you pick and choose which which term you're going to launch on, but it's got to be the main keyword. You can't pick any keyword that you want, right? Like if you, if I said long handled ice scraper for SUVs, which is a, a much lower search volume, I probably wouldn't get many sales, even if I was the top, top seller there. Right. So I got to be on the main keyword on page one. So the idea here is now, yes, you do have to have a strategy where you use PPC. You can use, you know, a launch with your list, like a, a Facebook audience or an email list or whatever, you know, many chat audience, however you want to build that. Or, you know, maybe there's a service you can use out there that has that ability, which there are actually, um, depending on your risk tolerance, I suppose. Um, but there's definitely ways that you can go out there, get some initial sales during that launch period. Um, PPC backs that up for sure. It's going to, it's going to cost you. It's a, it's an investment at front, right? So if you think like you're going to make profit from day one on Amazon, just like any business, you're, you're probably trying to fool yourself because you won't make profit from day one. However, you'll make profit a lot faster than you will in most businesses. Now, what we usually say is, look, you can probably make profit within your first three months. If you do things right, if you just kind of, turn on your product and and put it into Amazon and turn on some PPC and hope that, you know, fingers crossed, you get some sales. 
it's probably not going to work out or it's going to take a much longer time. So you really do need to have these strategies in place to kind of attack it from, you know, two, three, four different ways. So that way you can actually get that, that launch period in that, that brand new period um, working really well. So I would say normally if it's a competitive, and, and this is for competitive keywords on, and on, and I'll say this, normally uh, people use a, a, a tool called jungle scout. And here's just yep. a pro tip. If you're looking at jungle, jungle scout and you see a main keyword and you have like, you know, five to 10 people on there that have like more than a thousand sales a month, that's going to be pretty competitive. And if, especially if like everybody on that page has more than a thousand, that's going to be really competitive. Those aren't really the kinds of products you want to go for right away. You probably want to do that when you have more experience, but Ideally, what you're looking at is kind of a mid-range or a lower-range competitive product when you first start. And especially if you're already selling a product on, you know, off Amazon and you say, okay, what's my best product? Maybe I can turn that to Amazon, do some research, see if it's a competitive search term, all that kind of stuff. And then basically you turn on your ads, you 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 write a listing that's highly relevant. So don't just keyword stuff. Like, you know, I remember back in Google days, it was always great to have just this really long title, really long description that just said every single keyword you could possibly think of. That doesn't work anymore. Google doesn't allow that to work anymore. Amazon doesn't allow that to work. You have to be relevant. And the reason why it doesn't work so well on Amazon is because Amazon doesn't care how many keywords you have in your in your title. All they care about is when somebody clicks on one of those keywords that they buy your product because they're a business for sales, right? So unlike Google, yeah. it's more about clicks and traffic. Whereas on Amazon, if you don't sell enough after a certain amount of time, they're not going to rank you on those keywords. So you, no matter how many times you try to pay for it, if you don't get sales, they won't they won't rank you organically. So so yeah. you have to be relevant in that sense. So once you're relevant with the ads and with your launch, then that flips. So your investment, you know, your investment's high at the beginning and kind of goes down over time. Whereas your, 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 your organic and your, your profit is low at the beginning and goes higher over time. So ideally we say, if you're spending 20% on your ads, you know, when you're in maintenance mode and you're, and you're getting organic sales of 80%, 2080 is kind of the rule that we go for. And then that's what we want for our, our members and everybody we, we talk to. Super, super interesting. Yeah. So in, in regards to, the organic, you know, again, um, we, we look at reviews, you know, social proof. And this also happens in e-commerce. If there's not sufficient, you know, e um, social proof on, on your product pages on, you know, on your homepage and the like, um, your conversions will hurt. Um, what is the threshold? What should, what should, you know, sellers sort of aim to get as a minute at a minimum from a, um, review standpoint, you know, and should you engineer, you know, um, reviews using any third party tools? Yeah. So another great point. Um, Amazon has actually built out two new tools. Um, you do have to have some, what they call brand registry to access one of them. Um, the very first one is called the early reviewer program. You basically pay 60 bucks to Amazon. They'll try to get you your first five reviews. The other one is called Amazon Amazon Vine. And right now it's actually free as long as you're a brand registered owner, which means you have to have the trademark for your brand in, in whatever marketplace you're selling in. So if you sell in the US, you have to have the trademark in the US. And once you have that, they'll actually allow you to send out 30 products to 30 reviewers and then they'll give you 30 free reviews essentially. So yeah, it costs you the, the product, but it doesn't cost you like some of the review services will charge you out there. By the way, I highly would recommend people not use review services 
it never works out well. Um, those pla- those companies generally get in trouble. They get shut down. They get sued by Amazon. Your listing will get you know reviewed by Amazon. Your seller account can be shut down for review manipulation. Yeah. Lots of other things. But the other thing is that we also have you know like an email follow up that says you know hey you know and you can actually do this. You can send them an email saying hey would you like to review. You don't incentivize them. You don't say, hey, give me a five-star rating or anything like that. Um, you just say, you know, here, go review the product. And then Amazon has even another button in every order after a certain amount of time, it's like 10 to 12 days. They allow you to go in and just click a button that says request a review. And so mm-hmm. Amazon will actually send an email to the customer that allows them to just, you know, click through the email, like the, the star rating. So they don't actually have to leave a detailed review anymore. I think it used to be like 15 characters or more or something like that, that they had to leave a review. Now they can just leave a star rating so you can get more and more ratings. So you can actually get more faster. And, and to your first question was like, do you have to have a certain threshold in a lot of categories? And we actually have a spreadsheet that helps everybody figure this stuff out. It's, you know, for our members and stuff like that. Um, but yes, nobody's going to buy you if you have no, no reviews most of the time, right? Unless you have a, a very low price or some sort of hook to get them to buy your product. The idea here is that you want to be competitive. And, and basically when you first start, you probably want about 10% of the top competitors so that we, you can start to really get some um, decent sales. So if your top competitor has, you know, 2000 sales, you probably need to get somewhere around 200 reviews to really be competitive and then if you want to dominate, you probably want something like 30 to 40% of that. So that way you can really, really dominate. So like 600 or 700 reviews so, so, will really so, get you going. So on average, um, how many sales would typically convert to 100 reviews? Uh, to get 100 reviews, you probably need, and then this is just ballpark, but it's usually about a four to 5% conversion rate. So to get 100 reviews, you probably need about 4,000 sales, something like that. Sales. Okay. Yep. So, and sometimes you can get that in six months, but you know, with that request a review button, it's, it's actually getting easier. So if you're using that strategically, you might get more like eight to 9%, but it's, it's, there's, there's no, there's no study on that just yet. So it's, it's just, we just know it's helping for sure. Okay. I guess my final question is what is the, major reason, um, you know, um, just sellers that get into Amazon give up, um, in, in the quest to, to actually using it as a viable channel. I've seen situations in which, you know, um, e-commerce businesses tried Amazon says, no, it doesn't work. And then they just walk away. Why is this happening? Yeah, I think most of it comes down to understanding, the costs up front. So one thing that we really want everybody to understand is you probably have a budget. You can't say like, I have an unlimited budget. Nobody has an unlimited budget to start a business. You're going to have a set amount in your mind. Is it 10,000, 15,000, 20,000, 100,000, whatever it is. That's the amount of money you want are, are willing to essentially invest to grow your business. Now, what a lot of people don't understand is because they, they kind of get told these things by people out there just saying, you can start an Amazon business with $500. You can start a million dollar Amazon business with $1,000. These things are hype. What we don't like to see is, is people believing that, right? Because it's it's just, it's very, very rare. It's like winning the lottery. Yeah, maybe sure it could happen, but the chances of you doing it successfully is is minuscule. Like 
astronomically minute. So what you probably want to understand first is what is your budget? And if you understand that your budget is say $15,000, $20,000, okay, how am I going to get my first product going? What do I need to spend my money on? How much does it cost to actually stay competitive? And we actually have spreadsheets that help you understand all that stuff as well. And, and the reason why people quit is because they, they spend $20,000, $30,000, not knowing how much they needed to spend um, in order to get that product to be successful. And they don't see income coming back, right? So all they see is more money going to Amazon. So they just go, it must be a broken system. Whereas in fact, if they might've chosen a different product that actually fit their budget that they could compete on, they might've actually made this work because they probably have the right strategies. But one thing that they may not have done was understood that their competition is getting all their sales from a different keyword than what they actually thought. And this is actually probably the biggest reason we see it happen is because people pick a product based off of a longer keyword and they call it long tail keyword. So like ice scraper for SUVs or whatever it might be. Um, they go out there and sell that product on that, that keyword because it looks not very competitive. Like I said, you can get to top of page one for that and not get any sales. And it doesn't make any sense because it shows research shows that there's competitors right there getting sales, right? Yeah. But they're actually getting those keywords like ice scraper, and that's where they're getting their sales from. So it is basically a it's a double-edged sword of improper research on the wrong keywords and understanding if your competition where they're actually getting their sales from. So improper research for that. And then uh, an improper understanding of what their budget and actual costs are going to be. So can you afford to launch this product? So if I said, you know, Kunlay, would you be able to afford launching an ice scraper if it costs you $32,000 to launch this product in the next six months. And if you said, that's probably $20,000 out of my budget, then we would say, okay, look, let's go look at something else. Whereas most people just go, I don't see all that evidence and I don't get all that research. So I'm just going to say, I'm going to launch an ice scraper because Isaac sell an ice scraper. And so it must be a good product. And then they go out there and launch it, not understanding that it's going to cost you 15, 20, $30,000, yeah. thinking that they can take a thousand dollars and compete when they really can't. And that's the biggest yeah. reason. Yeah. Play. And I guess the, 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 the major thing they failed to see is the fact that it's an inventory heavy business and the fact that there's cycles, you know, order cycles, you know, yeah. um, it takes a while for you know, to cargo, even if it's air freight or it, it takes time for, for the, for the goods to be manufactured, you know, and they're cycles. It's a slow, it's not like digital marketing where yeah. you're, you know, there's a, that instant, you know, gratification going there. It's still a slow business, you know, in that respect. Yeah, and, and lots of people under order their first orders and run out of inventory yeah. and do it again, yeah. and do it again. And then yeah, they're constantly yeah. in like this new launch phase, which just costs a lot of money. And if you don't properly plan, that's going to happen. And that'll, that'll cause you to spend a lot more money than you need to as well. Okay. It's safe to say that most of us have been doing more shopping online lately. And if you're an e-commerce brand, that means you might be seeing more first-time customers. But once they've made the first purchase, how do you keep them coming back again? That's what Clavio is for. Clavio is the ultimate email and SMS marketing platform for e-commerce brands. It gives you the tools to build your contact list, send memorable emails, automate key messages, and more. Way, way more. That's why over 30,000 e-commerce brands like Chobby's, Brooklyn Inn, and Living Proof use Klaviyo to build a loyal following. Strong customer relationships, 
mean more repeat customers or sales, enthusiastic word of mouth, and less dependence on third-party ads. Whether you're launching a new business or taking your brand to the next level, Klaviyo can help you get going faster. It's free to get started. So visit klaviyo.com 2x to create your free account. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O.com slash 2x. So just to summarize, because I, I love to sort of systematize things. Mm-hmm. If I was to, if I was selling supplements or I, I was selling a particular, say phone cases, mm-hmm. um, direct to consumer, I have my, 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 my base. What are the steps, right? Um, what, what are the steps to take me to selling decent numbers? Um, you know, if I wanted to get onto Amazon, could you just break down or list the the, the core steps sure. um, for for an for Amazon success? Not not just managing to sell, you know, a few a day, but you know, to to do descent in the volumes. Yeah, so it really comes down to understanding. So I've actually sold both of those uh, niches, so supplements and cell phone accessories. So, and by the way, they're probably two of the most competitive on Amazon. Um, but what you would do is, is essentially, again, first take your budget. How much money do you want to, are you willingly ready to invest to grow an Amazon business? This comes back to being a real life human being with a real life budget, right? So say it's $20,000. Okay. I'm going to start a business for 20 grand. Then you got to look on Amazon. What you want to do is, is, is get jungle scout, something like that to do some product research, see how much, you know, sell sales per day. These products are doing on certain keywords. So iPhone 11 case, right? So you want to be an iPhone 11 a cell phone case. You got to look where, where's the iPhone 11 sales at, right? And plus with those ones, it's a little different because you actually have to be there before the launch. So you have to be ranked on page one before the case is actually, or before the phone's actually available, which is a, a little different strategy. But for most products that are not based on new products coming out, um, you want to get to page one. So you have to analyze how much volume is there? If everybody on page one, so for example, Garcinia Cambogia or Raspberry Ketones, everybody on page one might be doing 35 sales a day. Well, if you want to get to page one on the main keyword of Garcinia Cambogia, Raspberry Ketones or whatever other weight loss supplement or you know, whatever, you have to be selling more than 35, right? So that just makes sense. How can you sell less than 35 and get past them? Because Amazon is a sales company, right? So you have to analyze how many they're doing. If everybody on average is doing about 35 to launch, you probably need to be doing 70 to 75 just to get past them because they have more than just new sales history. They've got old sales history. They've got reviews. So you have to understand, I need to basically launch this product using my email list, using PPC, whatever, some, some promotional materials, however you can do it. I need to get to 75 sales a day. Okay. 75 sales times $5 per unit plus $2 for shipping. So $7, maybe something like that. $7 per unit, uh, 75 times that, you know, for, you know, 10, 12 days. You add that up, uh, I'm guessing it's probably close to $20,000. 
So right. that's just for the launch. That's not ongoing ad costs. That's that's not on, uh, recurring orders or anything like that. Basically, that $20,000 budget is gone really fast for a product like that. It might even be more than that. I, I, I did one. Well, with, after, uh, after the 10 days, do, do, you, do you start to see rankings? Yeah. So how it works is it kind of has like a six day, five, six day lag. So you should see ranking. It might not be page one necessarily, but yeah, you should see, you know, you're getting closer to page one, three, two, somewhere in there. And then basically that's when you, right when your launch is done. So however promotional launch you do it, you can then basically drop your price quite low. You bid, you, you raise your bids and your budgets to help you get visibility all over Amazon. And, and you can do this while the, the launch is going on as well. You can do it right away. You start doing those Amazon uh, review programs, the request to review, um, the Vine, uh, the early reviewer program, and, and basically make sure that you have a follow-up email that, that requests a review. You can also have a packaging insert. And then that kind of becomes a sales machine, right? So it's a, it's a, a sessions, a traffic and conversion and, and sales and reviews machine that kind of just keeps going. And yeah, you might not get to, so like, even if you're doing 75 units a day, you might not get to page one in the first two weeks, three weeks. If you do great, but you're probably not going to stick there for, for that long anyway. Your idea is that you want to launch up there and then you're, yeah, you're going to kind of naturally trickle back down, but you might be bottom of page one, top of page two. You'll be visible. You'll be findable right now. Then obviously what you want to do is use that PPC and that price break to drive even more paid. Um, and it's a, basically a different channel for Amazon. That's They're seeing sales come from a different way. Mm-hmm. Drives it right back up, gets you a little bit more um, conversion on that keyword, all that sales history. And then you'll start to naturally get closer. And if you have a really good listing, a standout main image, people are going to click on you versus the main competitors. And then that process just kind of keeps churning. And by, you know, say like on that Garcini Cambogia, for example, uh, the last time I launched a product, I actually launched a supplement product. It was that product. And I think it took 30 days to get to page one. And then I had, I think, 97 reviews. And that product, even at the bottom of page one, it was like the last one on page one, I was still getting 30 sales a day. So there are products like that, but you can't expect, you can't expect just, you know, overnight success. It's going to cost an investment. You just have to be comfortable. Is it within my budget or not? And that's how you know if you you can afford the product. And if you have the ability to invest to be successful, $500, $1,000 is not going to cut it. And it probably didn't even five years ago. People just said, oh yeah, I started with $500 because they ordered, you know, 200 pieces of inventory that probably sold out like that. And then, yeah, they had to invest another $10,000, but they don't tell you that side of the story. So it's, it's really a cost-based inventory business, like you said, inventory-based cost, where you're going to need $10,000, $20,000 to get started to, to aim for success. And if you have a, a pre-existing, you know, Shopify store, WooCommerce, web, WordPress website, something like that, or a ClickFunnels sales funnel that you're doing this, and you want to say, look, I want to increase my my channels. Yeah. Take $20,000. You know, you probably spend that on a couple months worth of ads and just say, look, I'm going to try to invest this and, and grow an Amazon channel. So that way I can 2X my e-commerce. Right. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. One other observation I've, I've seen I've made on, on Facebook is I'm getting Facebook ads from, um, from Amazon brands asking me to review. They say, um, we're going to PayPal you the money. Mm-hmm. So I'll get an ad, right? Let's say it's for um, a phone case or something. So they say, um, go to Amazon and search for, they don't speak good English, by the way. 
go to Amazon and search for the product. You know, they say, they tell me what to search for. You go yeah. to Amazon, you search for it. They say, yes, that's the product. And then they tell you to buy it and then they refund you the money. And when you buy it, they said they refund you the money by PayPal. And mm-hmm. when you buy it, um, I haven't bought it. <laughs> Even I bought it the once, but I didn't ask for it. I just forgot about it I just because it was useful to me. It was actually... This um, hub for my um, for my Mac my, for my MacBook Pro. Uh, I just bought it as a business. I didn't really, but like they. So the the idea is leave us a review on Amazon. We'll PayPal you back the money. Um, are you seeing this trends? Is is that will that get you um, beat out by Amazon or? Um, yeah, so, so they call this a rebate strategy, right? So it's a rebate for review strategy. Um, there are services out there that do it. There are sellers that do it. I personally, um, if it looks and smells like a scam, Amazon will find a way to call it out. And and essentially, they will probably get these companies shut down that are doing it. Now, I don't think that there's anything in Amazon's terms of service that says you can't refund a customer after leaving a review, not specifically. They tell you not to incentivize for a review. So if you're incentivizing them by giving them their money back, then you are in violation of the Amazon manipulation uh, review manipulation um, terms. So again, if it looks and smells like a scam, I am 100% certain this this strategy is going to be very short term. I don't know how short, uh, but every time I've ever seen something like this come out, uh, Amazon has gone out there and sued these companies, shut them down. Uh, the listings get all their remove, reviews removed if they've used a service like that. They potentially lose their seller accounts. So it's not just gray hat. I would call it more black hat tactics than than anything. And yeah, sure. If you've got high risk tolerance and and you don't care that you know your your seller account gets shut down and you have to do you know a twenty thousand unit inventory removal from the, the thing that cost you ten grand or whatever, be my guest. Go ahead and use these crazy strategies. And if if that's how you want to run your business, I don't see it as long term sustainable. But yeah, sure, you can do these crazy strategies. I would prefer to build a, a long-term sustainable business based on doing things properly, run it like a business, like you own it, like your your reputation depends on it. Because that's how we 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 create our brands is built. It's our online reputation. Yeah. Thank you so much, Isaac. I could go on and on and on, but um, yeah, um, time's not on our side. <laughs> um, it's been incredible um, having you on. Um, for listeners who want to, you know, um, stay in touch with you, find out more about what you do, um, what, what 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 properties are the best, or what address is the best um, to to get in touch with you. Yeah, so we have a free community for Amazon sellers. We call it the Amazon Seller Roundtable. It's on Facebook. I gave you the the link, Kunle, so they can they can just go there. Just let us know. Like all you got to do is answer three questions to get in, and then you're you're there for free. We'll help you, kind of guide you. We also have some free training on our website. It's at www.goteamreal. So. T-E-A-M-R-E-A-L. So go teamreal.com. So go there. You can check out some free training. Um, Join the free Facebook. We have a podcast called Sprint to Profit for Amazon sellers. You can check that out. We absolutely, you know, love helping people. It's it's a guiding principle. We we want you guys to be successful. And if you you feel like that that can be on Amazon, reach out, uh, join a community or, or just check out the training and see if that's something you like. Thank you so much. We'll link to all the resources you mentioned. Amazing. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you, Conley.
Thanks for listening to this episode of 2X e-commerce. We encourage you to connect with our community of 2X e-commerce listeners on our Facebook group, e-commerce growth accelerator mastermind. Just search for 2X e-commerce on Facebook to find it. Answer three questions and you'll be approved. Grab the show notes of this episode on our website, 2xecommerce.com. Finally, if you haven't already, give the show a review on your podcasting app. Catch you on the next show and keep growing.